No freestyle, Ali. Please. Listen. I'm listening. Okay. So um, you can pause this right now and just think about who has a better music taste, me or Rebecca? <laughs> just think about that for a second. It's all There we go. So they chose. They chose me. What? Therefore, I actually don't have a song queued up. I don't know what I'm playing. But the reel is back. Yes, sir. What you thought this was? Huh? What's next? What? This right here, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest Drake song to exist. Let's go. Somewhere between psychotic and iconic. Oh my god. Somewhere between I want it and Rebecca. Somewhere between I'm sober and I'm lifted. We're keeping all of it. Somewhere between there's no guests. We can speak for however long we want. Get down, never lay down. Promise to break everybody out before I break down. Everyone just wait now. Oh my god, this has to be the greatest album. Wait, I actually like it. I actually really like this now. What they got to say now. Nothing they can say now. Nothing really changed, but still they get me away now. What more can I say now? What more can I say now? Happy Monday. feel like nothing was the same. I still been drinking. I wish we could play the whole song. I'll probably have to cut a lot of that. But anyway. Yeah. What's the song's name, Ali? God, for this thing. If you don't know this song, pause this video. Just click away. Just unsubscribe from our podcast. <laughs> Go on Drake's Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use. Go and search for this thing. You My don't friend. have to unsubscribe. <laughs> yes, for this purpose, search you have to song. unsubscribe. And then come back to the podcast. What are you doing if you're not listening to this song, okay? Greatest song ever. Okay, fine. So for today's segment, we have our special guest, me. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca. Wait, let me get <laughs> Wow. Thank you so much. Finally being appreciated these days because Ali never appreciates me. Yes, sir. Thank you for doing this podcast uh, today with us. <laughs> No problem. You know what they've been saying there, right? You know what they've been saying on the streets? What? what have they've been, been saying, saying Ali's carrying the podcast today. Are you kidding? Well, not today. Okay. I mean, in general. <laughs> in general? Excuse yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. Who's doing all the Instagram posts? Who's getting all the guests for this podcast? Mm -hmm. Ali just shows up and talks. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm the Talk backbone. Talk to them. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Without you, we probably wouldn't be getting some of the opportunities, but that's neither here nor there. Um, okay. All right, let's get... Wait, before we even get into it, I want to say, first of all, we never start like this, Rebecca. Thank you for... even If you're listening to this right now, I just want to say thank you. We appreciate you. You could be doing anything in the world right now, but you decided to tune in um, to the best. You know what I mean? Um, but now nah, we, we really appreciate you, you guys listening and you guys putting in your thoughts and 
we, we gotta do we gotta do a little bit more of that uh rebecca honestly just collaborating uh seeing what people want us to do and more of that but yeah for sure we are we are seeing quite a bit of, and we got to share like there's a we have a good amount of base audience and you know we want to be able to provide like good content for you guys too and it's also enjoyable for us me and rebecca love talking to other people and just like learning new stuff through talking especially me i don't know rebecca also does because she wouldn't be doing this if she didn't but talking personally i love this whole idea so we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts anyway too much sentimental talk we can move on yeah ali's about to cry ali's crying right now you can see the tears glistening in his eyes that's how much he loves you guys okay so today we're going to be reacting to some of your unpopular opinions yes sir okay now i'm gonna ask I'm gonna say this first one, and I need your initial reaction, Ali. All right. Anime in general is better than regular TV shows. <sighs> the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, okay, listen, listen. I, I do not really like watching anime just because. TV shows are too great, man. For me, like TV shows, actual TV shows, there's so much more that you can connect to and there's so much more realism that there's no way that I'm saying anime is better than TV shows. For me, for me, okay? This is Ali Khosravi, okay? This is me. This is my personal opinion, okay? I don't want to step on anybody's, like, uh, anybody's opinions or what they like to watch. But for me... Cut it out, man. We can't be watching anime. I have Breaking Bad. What do you have? You have Dragon Ball Z. Guess what? Breaking Bad, it can happen in real life. Dragon Ball Z, that can't happen. That can't happen in real life. That's my that's my mm, thoughts on it. What do you think? What do you think? Isn't the point, isn't the point of like TV supposed to depict like all of these different things that don't happen in real life. That's why people say like, oh, I want my life to be a movie. Yes and no. Like, I don't know how to say this without being too like out there, but okay. The the whole animated aspect of it, it won't like, it does not allow me to connect with it as much as I'd like to. You know what I mean? I was actually talking to someone about this, Rebecca. If these ideas that they have about these anime series, if they were to like bring them into like live action movies, don't you think that would be like crazy? So you think SpongeBob, the live action movie, is better than normal SpongeBob? You're crazy. No, but SpongeBob can be in the competition <laughs> because SpongeBob is an item. Anime movies, they're about people. You know what I mean? It's people. You can you can cast people. But also, the same person that I was talking to, they told me, Ali, what are you talking about? We've had a bunch of movies like that, and nobody likes it. You've seen it with, uh, I think it was Scarlett Johansson had a movie like that, I think. And then there were some other people that made live-action movies about it. And I told them, yes, that's true, but they did it the bad way. If they just take the storyline and they incorporate it properly, I think it would be the greatest idea. But for me personally... I don't, I can't, I can't agree with that. Anime is not better than all other types of TV shows. How about we, how about we leave a poll, actually? We, can we settle it? We'll leave a poll. 
on our Instagram page, okay? Go ahead and let us know which one's better, anime <laughs> TV shows or regular TV shows. Okay. Have you even watched anime, Ali? No, I haven't. <laughs> you haven't watched anime and you're saying all this shit about anime? I'm sorry. Okay, next, okay. next opinion. Um, Ali, next opinion. You're all, everything you said is just... It's invalid. From thin air, yeah. Listen, but I, I did, somebody recommended me a few one. I went in and I watched a few episodes and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, these are, like, they're thoughtful. Like, it's not just some cart. Like, people think that, oh, because it's animated, it's just, the, the plots is not good. I've seen the plots. The plots are good, but I just can't connect with that as well. That's my issue with anime. I can't, I can't, I don't know. Interesting. Okay, so the next one is online learning is a lot harder than in person, even with the test writing advantages. Ooh, controversial. Controversial what statements. Do you think, what do you think, Ali? I think that subconsciously the professors and the people that are in charge of the courses do make um, adjustments to the course um based on the preconception that people are going to be cheating people are going to have it easier so in that sense the courses do become a little bit harder because you have people that have way higher expectations from you just because you're online now and then the other side of it is rebecca that we fam, we're at home like you're at home learning a lot of the time i feel like is a situational thing like if you're in a place of learning it's easier for you to learn. It's easier for you to do certain things um, versus if you try to just do everything at home. I think that also affects a lot of people. We talked about this in the first episode. Depending on what type of person you are, this is going to majorly affect you. So I can definitely see how it, it would affect someone. But I don't know. For me personally, it's not that, it's not, it's not that different in terms, of, in terms of difficulty. Interesting. Yeah, it definitely um, depends on the type of person you are because online learning involves a lot of self-discipline and pacing since all of the lectures are just posted online and you have to pace yourself and actually do the lectures on time, whereas in regular school, you can just go to class. Um, additionally, yeah, the thing about professors kind of changing things, a lot of my quizzes or whatever, they're uh, and tests they're always like you can't go back on the questions anymore so you only have that one chance to do that one question so you can't like go back and check your work um which is uh annoying if you like make mistakes and also uh something that they've changed that i've noticed is um you're allowed a lot of mine are like you're allowed to use your notes and stuff um so then all of the questions are kind of like application based or like mm. knowledge and understanding based rather than memorization. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd like to talk to the person that sent that and get their opinion on it too, because I think that would be a good idea to reach out to them and ask them to provide like a, a, a quick response to their question on their opinion on the subject matter and just kind of post that on the Instagram. I think that would be cool. Okay. Next, <laughs> masks are ineffective and unnecessary. Okay. Um, yeah, so with masks, I think the whole idea is you're just reducing the spread, okay? So if you, if you tell me that there's a way that we can even 
10% prevent the risk of this virus spreading, I'm going to be like, all right, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to take that pre, I'm going to take that precaution, you know? So different people have different opinions on how much the mask is actually effective. Okay. So you can argue about that all you want. There's like hundreds of studies. You can pick and choose whichever one you want. Okay. If I'm, if I'm a believer, if I'm an anti-masker or I'm not saying I am, but if I am, let's just say I was, then I'm going to find a study that says, uh, masks have been shown to uh, uh, decrease um, the spread of the virus by 5%, which is an insignificant amount, blah, blah, blah. Here's the research. Here's what we did. We had 10 people here, 10 people in this group, and blah, blah, blah. They'll find that research and they'll shove it in your face. They'll show you that. On the other hand, if I'm an advocate for masks, I'm going to show you another research and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, look, it says 80% effective, 80% lower um, reduced risk of spread, whatever, you know? And both of them could be peer reviewed. Both of them could be like from scientific journals, like journals. They're both going to have their own biases. But at the end of the day, I think it would be like ignorant for us to just step out and say masks are completely ineffective. That's just not a correct fact. Okay. So if that's your baseline, okay, we're talking about just facts. Okay. Masks do prevent the risk because you're, you're like, just think about it. You have something that's covering the, the, the droplets are coming out of your nose, your mouth, and you're covering it. Okay. So you can't, you can't um, blow out uh, droplets of water that could contain the virus and other people. Well, mostly it's uh, because of you not spreading it, but also other people, um, uh, when they, when they speak, it, it can cover out a little bit of that, but that's not the major reason. But think about it. If everyone's wearing a mask and nobody is like, you know, getting that stuff out. And this is on a tangent, but I just want to say why I think it's not all the way this way or that way. But yeah, if everybody's wearing it, everybody's reducing the risk of it going, uh, going down by 10%, then we're going to see a good result. Okay. So overall, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. Um, I don't think masks are completely ineffective. It's not that big of an inconvenience for you to argue about it or, you know, so that's, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, just wear one. Okay, next. M microwaving your cereal. <laughs> okay, uh, what? Cups that are rosy. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, oh. Okay, we're gonna get my friends opinion on this. <laughs> okay. Yo. Yo, you good? Okay, Bala, real quick, real quick, okay? I'm gonna ask you something and I want you to give me your opinion. I'm recording the podcast right now. What do you think? What do you think of microwaving your cereal? Wow, microwaving your cereal? That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Down, you can't, right? Down, you, gotta be you can't, you can't. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna allow her to speak on her platform. We're gonna allow her to explain what she microwaves because I think it's not a normal cereal. It can't be. Oh, you think it's like oatmeal-ish or like granola-ish? It's like not like fruit loop. We have something called the puff puff, where when you go put it in the milk and the 
you turn on the microwave for two minutes, it gets bigger and enlarged and you just eat it with milk. And you know what's the crazy thing about what I just said? That was all cap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, but I'll meet you later, but I'm recording. Hold on. I'm gonna get you later. Easy. <laughs> Okay, okay. So we got an outsider review on that as well. But Rebecca, you have to explain this to me. I'm not understanding it. Why do you think I would know? I don't microwave. Okay, okay. Here's what here's why I said we need to have these people come in and explain themselves. Okay. Oh my god, yeah. Have an unpopular opinion. Should I call? I'll call her right now. I'll call her right now. Call her up. I'm down for that. Okay, okay. This is craziness. What are you doing? What are you doing? Microwaving your cereal. Isn't that bad for you? <laughs> Why would that be bad for you? That has to be bad for you. You're microwaving milk? What? That's like warm milk. I'm not actually microwave my milk all the time. No, actually, that's not bad for you. But I think the cereal, it could be bad for you. Cereal is just grains. That's like basically oatmeal. Hi, Nana. Hi. We're recording. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. Nana, Nana, Ali, what are you doing? Ali is absolutely Nana, <laughs> shocked that you microwave your cereal. <laughs> Please explain yourself. This is true. Sorry, I have a friend. We just need your opinion. Why do you microwave your cereal? Turn her up. Turn her up. Honestly, it makes it better. Like, I think. Why would I have cold cereal in the winter when I'm already cold? Oh my lord, you like <laughs> soggy cereal? Ali is screaming in the background. <laughs> I'm oh done. My God. Okay, no. thank you for your explanation. No, no I need more. <laughs> what? No. That actually does. It's like how it's like how I microwave my fruits before I eat them in the winter. <laughs> oh my lord, what are we doing with microwaves for food? For rice? <laughs> Kebab, shawarma, that's what you microwave. I you really like that. Unpopular oh, <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Anyways, I think you guys are tripping. They cannot be. Oh my God. That. Okay, I have another solution for you. If you don't like, like cold things in the winter, why don't you leave the milk at room temperature for a bit so you don't have to drink cold milk? That's disgusting. How is that disgusting? How is that disgusting? Oh my god, you're talking about disgusting and you're drinking microwave cereal. Am I-, I never said I drink microwave cereal. Oh, listen, at this point, I don't even trust you. You know, I can't. I don't know. I don't know your association. You try microwaving your fruits before you eat them. <laughs> no, why don't you just put them in a bowl of like the air fryer, the air fryer thing? You know? that's even that's more disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Okay, this doesn't even need a poll because if we put a poll of microwavable uh, cereal versus normal cereal, I I just want to get a sense of what you think the percentage is going to be. Okay, wait, I'm going to put all of these on my Instagram. So listen, Rebecca, we have, like right now, we have 219 followers, okay? We have 219 followers on Instagram or something like that. Out of those 219, I want you to give me a number of how many you think (laughs) you're going to choose microwave soup let's just be honest at least five. Oh my god they're trolling they're 1000 percent trolling you nada i'm not trying to say you're eating bad food okay that's not what i'm saying i'm saying you should try normal cereal it's way better tastes nicer it's not soggy it's not boiling it tastes right 
That's just my opinion. We're spending way too much on this topic. Let's move on. Mm, so, next one. I want school online for the fall. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I don't know. For me, I would like, okay, if sports are in person and school is online, that'd be totally fine. But the main reason I want school to be in person is so I can play sports. <laughs> yeah, you have a bias. What if, what if I told you, you can do all of those activities, you can do extracurriculars, you can study in the libraries, you can use the resources, but your classes will be online. There's no like big hall lectures. What do you think yeah, about that? That's fine with me. I don't even, I think that's like the best case scenario. Yeah, you think so? So you can run like certain essential like labs and stuff like that, but everything else online, you okay with that? Yeah, that's like. That's like ideal for me. I would want that more than having <clears throat> school within lecture halls and stuff. Because let's think about it, Rebecca. Well, the, first of all, the McMaster people, they're going to come out with like their announcements and stuff soon enough. But the way I'm thinking about it in my head, they can't be holding socially distanced lectures. That would be such a waste of resources. You have a big lecture like that. You're not going to only allow like people sit sitting down like three three seats from each other or something like that you know so the only way to cut on all of costs instead of running the whole thing for a few number of people in each lecture hall you just don't do it at all you just keep everything else open so like the sports or libraries or all those things so i think it's definitely possible so what are they going to do with those empty lecture halls they're going to be there anyways <laughs> Um, well, they'll, they'll probably find another use for it, but I think we were not going to have a chemistry lecture on, uh, in person. That's not going to happen in 2022 even. I don't see it happening. I don't see a, a chemistry at 1AO3, chem 1AO3 lecture happening until 2022 at least. Really? Yeah. It's just too packed. It's just not... Did you look at the news though? They're they're uh, aiming for all adults to be vaccinated by September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also have to, you. Well, I feel like our governments are going to be super cautious with everything, regardless, because until you have everyone vaccinated, that's going to take a long time. And to get all the data to make sure that everyone is vaccinated, I think it's going to be a process, in my opinion. For sure. In other countries that have already vaccinated people, everyone has these like cards, these official cards, or it's on your phone that you can show to people. So let's say you want to go to the gym or a concert, then you have to show the card that you got vaccinated and then you can go. So that's what other countries have established. Do you think that's a possibility for Canada? Um, I can see it happening. I don't think it's as effective though, because... I don't know, man, like I'm still a little bit skeptical with uh, how like how good the vaccine is actually going to stop everything. You know what I mean? I was actually talking to a friend. I was like, if I had if I got the vaccine, I would still mask up because, you know, I'm I'm not going to go out there and be like, all right, it's over. I'm vaccinated. It's done. You know, and I think it's good to have a mentality like that. As you can see, I'm a very precautious person. Like I like to take all the measures to make sure we don't get to the bad effects rather than just being like it's probably fine you know i'd rather not take that chance but in my opinion it's probably good for smaller events i guess but 
for big events that that that, that I don't think that would be as effective. Interesting. You see concerts happening in uh, 2020? This summer? Oh, not nothing this summer. That's going to be impossible. Yeah. But in my opinion, but um, maybe the next summer, I can maybe see that happening. Yeah. I can see people holding concerts. I mean, <clears throat> if you've been to, or if you've been uh, following the news, we have cities in North America, like at, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, or... Houston, Texas, and all those places. They've been going business as usual, man. I don't know how they do it. That's because they don't care. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think that will ever happen in Canada because our government is actually very involved in making sure this doesn't, like, spread. Kill people. Yeah, I know. So there is people doing it. I'm, that, that's what I'm saying. But we don't want to be like that. We, I mean, like, I, I get it. It's fun. And it's kind of heartbreaking to see them have all that fun and we're not a part of it. But Just think of all the dead people. <laughs> yeah, that and also you don't want to go back, man. There's a chance that one person can like move in and be a super spreader and then boom, we're back to square one again, you know, at least for now until everyone's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Next month. Why is every girl obsessed with Harry Styles? <sighs> I don't have nothing on that. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, Why are you obsessed with Harry Styles? Hey, look. We talk about him all the time. Literally every time we text, Ali, <laughs> <laughs> Ali just texts me stuff about Harry Styles. Hey, look, that's a different Ali. I'm Ali K. Hi, nice to meet you. That's a different Ali, okay? No, <laughs> he's lying to you guys. He just doesn't want to hide. He's a huge Harry Styles stan. I mean, no, I'm not, but it's okay. You know, we can lie sometimes. It's okay. Uh, Ali literally has a secret Harry Styles fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see all these posters in my room? Yeah, Harry Styles. Literally. Oh, my God. If only you could see right now. If only you could see. But here's a hot take. You only like celebrities until, or you only are re- feel, really feel attached to celebrities until, I guess it's not a hot take, but. Only until you're like 20. That's it. Like it, it just moves away from you. Like you don't feel attached to no celebrity after that point. I don't think I was ever attached to any celebrities. I never like <laughs> went through that fan, that that phase where like I made a fan page and everything. I know you did. What? I'm sure you, it was probably called uh, Zayn Malik Rocks One Two Three or something like that. Are you down? No. Okay, who was who was like the celebrity that you looked up to? I looked up to or I thought I wanted to marry. Um Drake. I mean <laughs> that's very problematic. You cannot oh actually that's not. You no. should look up to the person you're gonna marry, right? Well there's a difference. Like I can look up to who is it a could good be toxic. Role? Who is a good role model? No, no, but no, not in that way. Like, I think you're saying look up to as in, like, I idolize this person. I don't want to, like, idolize someone. They're the center of all of my attention. That can't be good in a marriage. Center of all everything in my world, that can't be good. I feel like that's an issue with celebrities right now, though. TikTok, especially. I'm sorry to bring back up TikTok, but people feel so attached to certain personalities and influencers and things like that. And that can be problematic. At a young age. I think everybody grows out of it eventually. You know what I was obsessed with, though? 
Hmm. I was not obsessed with the person. I was obsessed with a cartoon character. Okay, and what, who was it? Dora. <laughs> Dora the Explorer? Yes, you don't understand. I was so obsessed with her that I got the same haircut as her and the backpack and the shoes. Like you, my, my um, bed sheets were Dora. I had Dora pinatas. Like you don't understand how obsessed I was. Round of applause for Dora, man. I never watched that show ever. Not one episode. Dora but. is the only time I've ever learned Spanish. No hablo español. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dora is super popular in uh, North America. Hey, look, that's a that's an idea. We should do a top cartoon uh, TV series later on. Um, Tom and Jerry number one, Pink Panther number two. Come on now, you already know what's up. Let's go, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Looney Tunes. Oh my god, that was my I've thing. never watched that. You didn't watch Looney Tunes? No. Oh my god. I got into that in here. I got into I, I always watched that. Make me, you know, make me. No. Um Coyote. What is it called? Um I don't know. Wow. I watched Phineas and Ferb. I watched Phineas and Ferb, Fairly Odd Parents. Oh no, no, don't tell me that. I'm sorry, but I mean, there is no good and bad childhood cartoon. I think it's just the one you were first exposed to. But oh my God, Tom and Jerry was so gold. I'm on the lessons. Yeah, like, Come on, the lessons. Crazy. That was great. Okay. Wait, wait. I didn't That's say. All the okay, oh. go. Never mind. You caught me off. <laughs> no. no. Go ahead. No. You <laughs> Go ahead, Rebecca. Why does Ali always start fights quickly for no reason? I just said, just go. I would have. Just go. Oh my god. No, it's okay. You you good? <laughs> okay. No, what I was gonna say is I was. Uh, you didn't say who you were obsessed with as a kid. I literally said Dora the Explorer. No, no, no. I'm talking about celebrity. Everyone I, had that one obsessed. celebrity. They followed all their moves, right? I was not obsessed with anyone. Not obsessed, but like you followed their every move. Okay, I, I can tell I can tell you who it was for me. For me, it was J. Cole. He was a rapper, right? I was obsessed with his every move. Like I wanted to know what was going on. I was checking all the pages and stuff like that. <laughs> eventually, cool. eventually, you just kind of grow out of it. You understand that they're just people like you and you stop having that. You stop putting them in that pedestal. You respect their craft. You respect what they do, depending on what they do, you know. Um, but you just grow out of it, man. Okay. That's all of our unpopular opinions that we're going to react to today. There we go. Unraveling the truths. <laughs> go ahead and um, go Vote ahead. on our polls. Yes, sir. Vote on our polls. Um, this is coming out on Monday. So if you didn't vote on our polls, then leave it in the comments on our page what you thought about these unpopular opinions and even Rebecca's opinions because I don't agree with Rebecca. I don't know what she'd be, what she'd be thinking sometimes. Um, I didn't really look into some news that came out today, but honestly, when do we even have any new news? We just... <laughs> We just, just kind of got to wait at this point. There's, 
I'm sorry, guys. Like I, I just I, like I be on the on the McMaster Twitter. There ain't nothing there. There's nothing. There's nothing major going on. Uh, shout out to the to the people over at the fashion show BHSC fashion show because that's happened uh, on Saturday. If you're watching this, all right, and we're back. Uh, we have two very special guests with us at the moment. We have Rami and we have Renee. So round of applause for Rami and Renee. Thank you guys for joining us. And yeah, man, we just wanted to give them the platform uh, so they can talk a little bit about this project that they're uh, working on. They've been working on for the past year and uh, even a little bit further back than that. And I thought it was very interesting. We talked a little bit about it before we started recording. So um, welcome, first of all, Renee. Welcome, Rami. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thank you. Yes, we're so happy for this opportunity. So thanks for having us. Okay, great. And I just realized because there's two people, I got to be like Rami and then Renee. You know, we can't, both of them, there might be delays in talking over each other. But yeah, we're glad to have you guys here. So tell us a little bit more about your uh, organization and so the audience can know too, because I think it's, it could be a very helpful tool for them in the future. So Study Lamp, uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, Study Lamp. Yeah, of course. Uh, if anything, I'll just start with how it started and Renee can go into the uh, aims and goals of Study Lamp. Um, so the, the way we started was um, we were just kind of a, a group of friends in uh, LifeSci and a mix of HealthSci. And we realized that um, it was pretty tough for students to kind of get their hands on the resources that they needed at times without paying like ridiculous amounts of money. And uh, we also thought uh, of ways to try to give back. Like it, when COVID was rolling around, people uh, were stuck at home. There wasn't anything anyone was doing. So people were kind of like frustrated. They, it was just all this pent up energy. They wanted to do something and uh, get involved. So we just thought of a, a initially of a way to get, um, to kind of give back to the students at McMaster. And we thought, okay, let's, uh, make these booklets for certain courses. We we made uh, booklets for LifeSci uh, just because it's the biggest demographic and we want to target as many people as possible. And these booklets are like summaries of a lot of courses in the program for first year. And uh, it helps you kind of study, get keep on track, uh, just keep your head in the game and it just makes sure everyone's as sharp as possible in the most painless way. And uh, eventually it kind of evolved. Like we, we realized that we just didn't wanna, we didn't wanna just stick to helping students. We wanted to help more people than that. And we thought the most practical way to do that as of now was to stay in city, stay in Hamilton. Maybe sometime in the future, we'll move to the entire GTA. But uh, for now, we just wanna give back to the community uh, and just be involved with everybody. Right, super um, so to add on to, I guess, what Remy was saying, um, as someone who ended up joining later after they started this organization, one of the things that I love so much about Study Lamp was that um, we've never really lost our vision, like our primary goal of wanting to help others, because, um, you know, a lot of clubs get, um, you know, caught up in wanting to expand and doing stuff like that. But I feel like we, to this day, we still have kept our primary goal in as helping others. And it was quite interesting because I was thinking back on our last meetings and I remember one of the co-founders um, said that, you know, helping one person is as rewarding as 
you know, helping 200. And I found that to be super touching. It really represents the spirit of Study Lab because, you know, um, as long as we're reaching out to one person and giving support to one person, that is enough and like worth our efforts. So sometimes yeah, in this sense, it's, it can't be quantified by a number. So this is why I've decided to continue staying and working with Study Lab. So that's my opinion. <laughs> For sure. That's really cute. So what is exactly in your booklets? Like what classes do you have them for and what's inside of them? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go into depth into some of the booklets that I've worked on. Uh, I'm, I was actually in charge of editing and illustrations for some of these booklets. Um, uh, and uh, let's, we, we have biology, we have physics, uh, we have some chemistry booklets. We're currently working on uh, an, a, the second psych booklet. We have the first psychology booklet, depending on uh, what course you're taking. And these courses or these booklets, they have a general summary of a lot of the content. And uh, it's really good just because it acts as a reference for a lot of students. Like if they want to study for something and they don't know where to start and they're just kind of overwhelmed with the entire workload, it gives them an outline. It gives them a a kind of like a exoskeleton to kind of study for the course. And uh, we just try to make them as good looking as possible as well, because uh, we know how boring it gets to kind of look at a wall of text, right? Like when you see that you're kind of discouraged. And uh, what we did was we added some really fun illustrations and uh, that way you can go through them and it's almost um, just fun to look at. You're not overwhelmed and yeah just overall beneficial of course and as a person who has taken physics and psych that would have been so useful to have and of course i would have loved aesthetically pleasing pictures as well so you guys have a website right and then you collect donations or through like subscriptions for the booklets right um, so we essentially work on like a subscription basis. So um, it's a very cheap. I, I believe it's only about $3.99 a month and you get essentially access to all of the booklets that we have. So it's not like exclusive to just um, specific booklets. You have access to the entire website. And um, basically what we do with this money is 100% of it goes um, essentially back to our community. This past year, um, our focus or the charity that we were donating was to was the Halton Food for Thought, which is a food bank. And um, we can guarantee that definitely all of the money is um, going back into the community. And that's quite interesting because um, even for developing the club, we do through like other fundraisers and through other means. So we can guarantee essentially to our subscribers that this money is going where we essentially promise um, them that they're going into some kind of charity. Yeah. So that's the aspect of the organization. <laughs> Awesome. I love how you're killing two birds with one stone that you're like helping students with the booklets and also giving back to the community as well. Yeah, that's that's super cool, guys. I'm really happy that you guys decided to start this because, first of all, I imagine it was hard to start it because we talked a little about a little bit about it before starting to record. But you guys did this while there was no in person. You guys I'm, I'm sure like some of you have not even met each other, maybe like depending on, you know what I mean? You, you're working together, but you might have not even met each other, but you still kind of made it work. So I really appreciate you guys trying that new thing and then starting it. Um, and I also want to ask, I think this is something that you can get the university involved with, like the actual 
like the professors, the officials, like all those people. Is that something you're thinking about too? Like getting like different associations in the university or different clubs in the university or different, like, you know, aspects of the institution involved in the project too? Um, it's quite interesting that you mentioned that because I believe a lot of our co-presidents was actually in contact with the professors that were teaching the courses um, that we had our booklets about. So, um, so there was definitely a collaborative effort. And I think we have started since we're at the point in our organization where we're past the initial like uh, phase where we were just trying to essentially organize our own team. So we're starting to reach out. I believe this um, past month, we actually had a partnership with the McMaster Science Competition Decipher. So that was super exciting. And I think for sure, now that we have essentially set our feet on the ground and we have um, organized like our internal team, we're definitely looking out to essentially expand our external affairs. So yeah, super interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah, cool. just to add on to that as well, um, we have not become a club officially at McMaster yet, uh, but we definitely plan on doing that uh, just because we, uh, we would love to have that student that connection with the student body um, just because it's it's just an easier access and it would also allow us to uh, interact with more people and different uh, groups at uh, McMaster and uh, yeah those are our plans to kind of expand in the future oh, no, wait, all right, let's get to the good bits all right Rami and Renee can I find the uh, chem 1a03 midterm on the booklets or like what's going on with that you know what I mean? No. <laughs> no, we're not trying to. We're no, not trying man. to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could slide have... in there, I think it would make everything <laughs> a whole lot better. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. People would. We do have quiz questions sprinkled. <laughs> yeah, 100. percent People, um, like I, I, we are also kind of like on a thin line, just because we want to make sure we don't like copy. We actually uh, do our own research and make sure everything is phrased from us. It's like our um, our words. We're not copying any notes of word for word. We're just making sure uh, we aren't like stepping on anyone's toes. Uh, we even asked for like a partnership and uh, McMaster doesn't really do that with uh, clubs when it comes to like notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, we just thought, okay, let's do it the safest way possible and uh, just the most helpful way possible. But yeah, if, if a midterm was on there, I guarantee our numbers would kind of go skyrocketing. But <laughs> you see unfortunately, those numbers, you'll be competing with Netflix on them, you know? Yeah, like, man, we just have some crazy numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I like that. I think uh, it's good that you have people that have actually taken the course that they know what they're talking about and they're the ones that are writing the booklet you know it's not like some random person that has a degree in the subject that's writing about the subject you know so i appreciate that so let's talk a little bit about so let's say i'm a student right? i'm a first year student right now okay ali i'm a first year student i just got into my master i'm struggling with my chemistry okay and somebody tells me, oh, there's a, there's a thing called study lamp. You should check it out. I'm like, study lamp? What is that? So what, what, what's, what do I do? How do I, how do I get into like, the subscription thing and maybe even trying out a little bit of what you guys have? Where do I go? Do you have an Instagram page? Do I go on your website? 
where do I go? Where do I start getting this information? So what you can do is you can visit our website at www.studylamp.org. And what's really nice is that we actually offer free chapters of our Cam and Psych books. So if you're essentially not at this point, like um, if you don't know anything about our um, booklets, what you can do is you can visit our website and check out the free chapters to see, you know, if those notes fit your studying style, because that is very important and we want it to be as helpful to you as possible. So after you check that out, um, what you can do is um, you will set up an account. It's, it's very similar to Netflix, I would say. So it's monthly subscription based and you can cancel any time. And once you visit that website, it's going to be very straightforward. And you'll have, as I said before, access to essentially all of the booklets at once. So you don't have to worry about, you know, a pay view per pay like basis. So that's basically what the website is like. <laughs> Great. Okay. Let's say I'm a third year student and, you know, I don't really need help with these courses, but I really like the idea of your club and I want to join. So would I be able to become a volunteer or anything like that? Are you guys accepting people like that at the moment? Uh, yeah, I can speak uh, to that. We are actually planning on expanding in the near future. Uh, just because we'd like some more hands on deck with our volunteers just to be able to uh, put some more work into the booklets. Uh, so if you want to be a part of the team, I'd recommend you DM our Instagram account, uh, your.study.lamp. And uh, that way you can get into contact with us. Anyone running the account can DM you back and we can kind of uh, get you involved with us. And it'll be really fun. Uh, we're just excited to have as many people as possible, really. Um, so to add on to that, um, the teams are super diverse as well. So um, if you are looking to volunteer with us, there is a lot of different positions. Um, there's things ranging from, you know, working with finances, if you like, you know, working with accounting things, or there's also a newsletter team, for example. So if you're interested in creative writing, then that is definitely the place to go. What's the pacing that you guys go with? Like, do you, do you like set aside a certain time to complete like a project and then you move on? Or like, if I have my own things to study or if I have a, you know, if I have my own semester that I got to worry about, do I have to worry about the club taking too much of my time or how does that, how do, how's the structure with that? Yeah, 100%. Uh, our, our like goal is to not uh, affect your workload whatsoever because as students, we understand the struggle of being stressed from class. Like we understand how some people might have like three midterms in a weekend and trying to balance all of that would be impossible. So what we like to do is we like to get a, a good chunk of our work done during the summer and maybe during some breaks as well. And uh, we try to make it as light as possible uh, during uh, school, just, so, just to make sure that the people who are volunteering with us are, are stress-free. And uh, yeah, it's, that's how you can just pretty much join and some incentive that we have for some volunteers is, we're like an organization. We give like volunteer hours. Like I'm the one who actually signs off on them. And uh, it's, it's just very gratifying. Like you can help the student body and you get uh, volunteer hours. You can put it on your resume. It's just a win-win overall for all of us. For sure. Rami's a big boss, you know, he signs off <laughs> all your volunteers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. And again, check that out, Study Lab. I think it's a great initiative. Rebecca, I think this can go like first year, second year, third year, fourth year, graduate studies. And then eventually, you know, it can, I think you guys should keep on, you know, keep on thinking big about it. I think it's an awesome idea. 
the fact sure. that you guys started it like that's that's great i have nothing but great things to say about it <laughs> so dm them dm them on instagram if you want to get involved or go on their website um yeah thank you guys for um talking about your organization it's really great yes 100 anything anything before we uh end the segment uh with you guys rami uh, and then renee maybe uh yeah uh, i'd say follow uh, uh your.study.lamp for uh, further details we'll be making like posts on there with some information if you need any and uh, if you want follow me on instagram rami.stacy <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay we know you're just trying to get clout <laughs> Nah, nah. Also follow me and Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Nah, I'm joking. Yeah, definitely follow my man, man. You got crazy ideas. Come with him with your new ideas. Peace yeah, follow the big boss. <laughs> right. All right, cool. And Renee, any closing remarks? Um, no. Don't follow me on Instagram because I barely <laughs> use the platform. So if you message me, then I probably ignore it. So no, no plug on that side. So. Okay, cool. Follow her on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> that works too. On Facebook. All right, cool. <laughs> Guys, thanks. Thanks again for joining us. And I hope uh, all the best with this and everything else um, with you guys, academic-wise and this project in general. Well, we'll see you guys later. Yes, sir. Have a great rest of the week. Take care. <laughs>